about three weeks of recovery But the nurses is loving me Saying the best part of the day is my half Feeding me breakfast and giving me a sponge bath Niggas say I died dead in the streets Nigga, I'm getting high, getting head on the beach Chilling, sitting on about half a million With all my niggas, all my guns, all my women the next two years, I should see about a billion All for the love of drug dealers Got no love for the other side, fuck them tricks Any repercussions, Junior Mafia spit clips all the time Big Papa kicked the war around Raw flows, and that's how it goes Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 81 of All In With Kevin. I am your host, Kevin Lewis. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the blockbuster, I guess if you want to call it blockbuster, Yankee trade. Um, Yesterday, this is being recorded on Monday at 10 a.m. So yesterday, the Yankees traded Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela for Josh, two of the Minnesota Twins for Josh Donaldson, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, and Ben Rutvit. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Um, I'll start by by um, talking about the guys who we traded. Um, Gary, I realize that I am in the minority among Yankee fans on Gary Sanchez, and that's okay. I don't mind being that guy. Um... I'm not going to pretend, just strictly baseball-wise, in 2022, Gary being traded doesn't move the needle like that for me, right? Um, But Gary, in 2016, when Gary came up and was basically the most feared man in the AL for like two months, like um, down the stretch of that season... He made me care about the Yankees again because the 2014 and 2015 Yankees were not it. And I know in 2015 they quote-unquote made the playoffs, but those teams were not it. Like, Gary breathed, he he helped breathe life back into my Yankee fandom. So I will always have a fondness in my heart for him. And... I wish him the best in Minnesota. Um, It was time for both parties to divorce. Sometimes that's just how it goes. Your your time and a place, you know, is run its course. Um, The Yankees needed a change. He needed a change. Hopefully that change works out for the better. Um, I'm not as down on his Yankee tenure as a lot of people are either. Like, he was a, a productive catcher, albeit a frustrating one, over, what, five seasons? So, you know, it, it is what it is on that front. Um, he had a lot of good moments. He had a lot of big hits for the Yankees, and I wish him the best. Gio, uh, uh, Gio helped. I mean, he spared me having to watch Miguel Andujar our triple clutch every single fucking throw to first base for, from third base. So for that alone, for that alone, I love Gio. Um, he played hard. You know, he, he always had had the kids the the. The the kid like joy and, and 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 the beaming smile, I, I appreciate Gio Rochella for what he did. Like he played well for us two out of three seasons. Um, <clears throat> you know he his bat was pretty good. Like he all he he played through injury, he played hurt. I appreciate Gio Rochella and I wish him the best as well. Um, as far as what the Yankees gained in the trade, Josh Donaldson. Um, I think the all right. 
if Josh Donaldson keeps doing what he's been doing and what he's been doing basically his whole career, I am I am with the Josh Donaldson part of the trade. I I recognize the risk because he is on the wrong side of thirty five. Call it ageism, call it whatever you want. I recognize the risk in relying on a 36-year-old third baseman at this point. But the man can fucking hit. And he can field. Like, the, the hitting is more what I am concerned about than the fielding, even though, I mean, obviously the fielding with him is good. I, I, I can't knock that either. But in his career, in his career, he, he posts a 269, 367, 505 triple slash with a 137 weighted runs created plus. Last year, he played 135 games. He was at a 247, 352, 475 triple slash with a 124 weighted weighted runs created plus. So he's a well, well above average hitter, and at his best, he's a great hitter. So I'm here for Josh Donaldson, even even if the risk is... The floor is in hell. Let's call it that with, with, with this trade. The floor is that it has nothing to do with how Josh Donaldson actually hits. Because if he's on the field, he's going to hit. The problem is the if he's on the field part. And we've seen the Yankees and and their injury love the last however many years. I don't know that acquiring a 36-year-old or adding him to the mix is going to help that. So we'll see on that. Um, he's won an MVP. Obviously, that was a long time ago, so that doesn't really matter now. But he's had a hell of a career, and he's a really good player. I mean, the the funny part is uh, we've a, a lot of Yankee fans who have been making the case against signing Carlos Correa, and I'll touch on that in a minute, have been talking about, well, what if what if the the current locker room has beef with him? Oh no, you know, what if Aaron Judge doesn't like Carlos Correa? And then they went out and they traded for Josh Donaldson, who publicly called out Garrett Cole last year in the middle of the of the spider t- spider attack foolery, publicly called him out, and and Garrett Cole was bothered by it. And now they're teammates. So, how's that for locker room chemistry or a locker room, can- a clubhouse cancer or whatever you want to call it? How's that? In the end, that, that shit don't mean nothing. Go win. So, I did find that funny. Um, the Isaiah Kaner Falefa guy. All right. Let me start by, by saying this. It, on its surface, Isaiah Kaner Falefa is not a bad baseball player, okay? He provides very, very, very good defense. Not going to knock him on that front. Okay, he's not a bad baseball player. But, bro, the man hits like me. You know what I'm... Like, his... I just don't understand... I don't really understand why... All right, this is assuming that he ends up being the Yankees starting shortstop. And based on how the Yankees are currently operating, I don't see any reason to believe that he won't be unless they surprise us, which, I mean, is always in play. But look, man, for his career, the man is a 265, 316, 354 hitter with an 81 OPS plus. Why are we pretending that Isaiah Keener Felipe is good? And and I tell you, I'm with the Josh Donaldson part of the trade because Josh Donaldson is my kind of guy. Hits 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 home runs, hits well, gets on base, doesn't strike out a ton. My type of guy. I mean, he should be all of our types of guys. But people legitimately do not like power hitters for whatever their reasons are, right? So the Josh Donaldson part of the trade, I didn't need. Like I think the allocation of funds is a little weird. 
But I didn't need much time to talk myself into that shit. At all. I didn't need any time at all to talk myself into that. The Yankees got the best player in the trade. The other dude, like, there's no reason for a team with a with, uh, $250 million, whatever the fuck the Yankees payroll is at this point, to have a guy who basically hits like Andrelton Simmons playing shortstop every day. Like, there's no reason for it. There's zero reason for that. None. The man cannot fucking hit. Like, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not making this shit up. The stats say it right there. Now, you you already have Yankee fans on, on the Bird app. And, and I'm assuming in other places. I haven't seen it, I haven't seen them everywhere, anywhere else. You already have them go, well, you know, we need to contact her. And if... My dialogue on DJ LeMayu has said anything for the last three years. It's I'm so fucking tired of y'all talking about contact hitters, especially the unproductive ones, the unproductive or mediocre ones. Like at least DJ LeMayu for all the shit that I give him, like he was great for a year and a half with us fine. In Colorado, at least he was average. Like this guy is just bad, bro. Like let's look at a Statcast page. Yes, I understand Statcast pages. They don't tell you the whole story. Some guys might just be good at, good enough at getting the most out of what they do despite bad stat cast numbers. Like Chris Bryant's a guy who comes to mind. He doesn't hit the ball terribly hard, but he's productive. And then some guys are the opposite, where they hit the ball hard all the time and the, the, the productivity doesn't necessarily come with it. Gary Sanchez is a good example of that. But let's... I, I already read off his triple slash to you. Let's look at the, 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 um, the stat cast numbers. <clears throat> Um, he is in the 4th percentile in average exit velocity, the 52nd percentile in max exit velocity, 6th percentile in hard hit percentage, 13th percentile in ex-woba, which is a stat put together based on the kind of contact that you make. And he, he is thir- the 13th percentile in that. 11th percentile in ex-slugging, 3rd percentile in barrel percentage. 95 percentile of K, but hey, he doesn't strike out, yay! He doesn't make any good contact either, but yay, he don't strike out, yay! Um, one percent, the, the first percentile in walk percentage, 26 percentile in chase rate, so he doesn't even swing at good pitches on top of that, and, and 95 percentile of whiff percentage, yay! He makes he makes non impactful contact. Like the only thing that he does well is make contact. He doesn't even make good contact, and he's not fucking productive. He doesn't get on base, like. Why is this guy starting an actual thing that can happen? If he is a bench player, fucking fine. Who cares at that point? Let him play his little 50 games or whatever the fuck it is. Or when dudes take their little DLs, IL stints, let, let, let him have his two weeks. Who the fuck cares? Him being your plan A at shortstop is insane. You are the New York Yankees. You have a 250 fucking million dollar payroll. Isaiah Isaiah Kano Falefa. Also, also, his name is fucking terrible. That's neither here nor there. Isaiah Kano Falefa should not be your fucking plan A going into opening day at shortstop. And again, the Yankees have time to change this. And I'm sure I'll record another podcast about this shit between now and opening day, regardless of what actually happens, right? So maybe they change this shit. Maybe, maybe they reverse course and go sign Carlos Correa anyway. I would not hold my breath on that if I was if if I were you or me or anybody else. Right? But the man can't fucking hit. Like, yeah, he can field. Sure. That's great. Lovely. That's great. But, yo, a big part of the Yankees' problem last year was offense. They had two people who hit. 
Like, you traded Gio, you traded Gary. Okay, cool. You traded them for guys who can't hit. I mean, you traded them to replace them with guys who can't hit. Like, Kyle Higashioka can't hit. The Ben Wurt Vert or, or Uzi Vert or whatever the fuck his name is, he can't hit neither. So you're already, as of today, again, it's March 14th. It's quote-unquote early. I, I know they just had a lockout and we're kind of pushing everything back. It's still quote-unquote early and things can change. But, bro, they replaced him with two guys who can't fucking hit. Like, Josh Johnson is an upgrade. Like, no question about, no question to ask. But now we're, we're looking at a shortstop who can't hit and a catcher who can't hit. And that's in addition to an uncertain outfield. Like, what are we doing on that front? Like, there are too many good shortstops available for you to, for you to push Isaiah Keener for left on my face because he plays good defense. Carlos Correa is right there. Carlos Correa is a better defender than, than uh, IKF is. Like, Carlos Cree is a better defender than ICDC College is, and he's a better offensive player than ICDC College is. He's better. All it would have cost you is a little bit of money. And, and, and I know, and I know, and I know that Carlos Cree is about to sign a contract that somehow isn't super long-term, and it's going to piss me off even more than I'm already pissed off about that right now. The truth of the matter is, Cheryl cares about that club. I care about that club. Sammy goes to day camp there with the same kids she's been with for years, and you two don't give a shit about anybody but yourself. You're a fucking narcissist, okay? It's all a game. All a big fucking game. What are we gonna you, do? You know what? You just... Bruh, I, I don't understand that part of it. I like the Josh Donaldson part. Between the fact that I gotta... I have to potentially... Potentially... Watch Isaiah Kane and play shortstop every day, and I got I got fans in my in my face talking about well he makes contact and we need contact hitters. I mean fuck productivity right, fuck that right like fuck actually getting on base right like fuck any of that right. All you need is contact. It don't matter what kind of contact. It, it, it's like being in a relationship with somebody and they tell you I want I want I want more acts of affection. I want you know just buy me flowers and buy me food, and you do that stuff. But then you buy all the wrong flowers, all the wrong food, all the wrong uh, take her to uh, take take her and him to all see all the wrong movies, like not not all deeds are good. Let's put it that way, and not all contact is good. So miss me with that shit, right? And and, and I mean a popular refrain coming from people who work for the Yankees, people around baseball is. Oh, the Yankees are cool with not spending because they're ready for Anthony Volpe. I mean, sorry, they're waiting for Anthony Volpe. Anthony Volpe is a shortstop. Look, first of all, I'm tired of hearing about what is with the Yankees because that's the same shit that 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 um that had Clint Frazier and Miguel Andujar sitting here toiling away for four fucking years when they could have traded him three years, tr- traded either one of them or both of them four years ago, right? It's the same shit that had that going on. The Yankees, with their own players, haven't exactly had a sterling record of player development in recent years. I understand that the, the minor league coaching staff has been overhauled, so it's not necessarily super fair to go that route because these people weren't there five, six years ago. Fine. But the fact of the matter is, we thought Gary Sanchez was on his way. He wasn't. We thought Gleyber Torres was on his way. He hit like eight home runs the last two seasons combined. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? With this Anthony Volpe stuff. Look, Anthony Volpe might be the shit. Nobody has a negative word to say about him as far as prospect evaluators, uh, people with the Yankees, close to the Yankees, who observe the Yankees, whatever. 
Nobody has anything negative to say about Anthony Volpe, and that's fine. He might be the best prospect in fucking baseball for all I know. I don't know, but he, you know what? He could be anything, including like you know Carlos Correa. You know what I mean? Like, it's tiring to hear this shit when we've seen it fail before. And on top of that, bro, look at the Yankees' current infield landscape. How many of these dudes do you feel comfortable and confident saying are going to be here two years from now? How many of them? Zero, bro. Zero. Like, Gleyber Torres might get traded within the next week. That wouldn't surprise anybody. DJ the Mayu, not going to go there today. Not in the mood. Um... Who's our first baseman? We don't even have a first baseman at this point. If they start DJ LeMay at first base, Brian Cashman's gonna have to fucking see me. Like they don't even have a, they don't have a first baseman at this point. I mean, I guess Luke Voigt counts. And Luke Voigt, he might be the next on the next thing smoking too. How many infields you have? You, like Josh Johnson's old. So he's he's not gonna be he's not gonna be around in two years. How many of these dudes do you feel confident saying, yo, they're gonna be here in two years? They're gonna be here past two years. None! So if Anthony Volpe's that fucking good, why the fuck does it matter if he plays second or third? And Korea plays short. Why? Why does it matter? Or, 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 or he comes up, he takes short, and let's say Korea has declined defensively by this time, he's 29 or whatever, and he moves to third. Who the fuck cares? The point is to stockpile good players. I don't give a fuck where Anthony Volpe plays. Why the f- like that that damage control is so weak. It's just all right. The Yankees are telling you this. They they, they would they they they're picking. They're not going to pay another big ass long term contract for now. Maybe that changes in the future. Hell, maybe that changes tomorrow. I don't fucking know. But for now, they're not paying a big long term contract to somebody who's not on the team. They're telling you they're choosing Aaron Judge over Carlos Correa. That is what they're telling in in the long term, which. I just don't understand why you can't choose both of them, but that is what the fuck they are telling you. So, I'm not interested in hearing about the Anthony Volpe shit. That's just misdirection. On top of the fact that I'm just not interested in hearing about yet another fucking Yankee unproven. As a matter of fact, I've been pushing for them to trade him for the last, like, three months. Because while the hype is high, it's might as well. And for the next superstar that a baseball team, quote-unquote, can't pay, you might as well. You might as well dangle Anthony Volpe in front of them and see what, what they can get. But the Yankees seem to be going all in with this idea because at, at the current moment, they're running out a guy who hits like a pitcher at shortstop. Like if the season was to start tomorrow, our, our shortstop is somebody who's, um, whose OPS has a six following the fucking um, decimal point. That's, that's the guy who, who the, the Yankees look, look like are starting at shortstop. Like when they said the the rumors were always like oh they're gonna start they're gonna sign a stopgap and they're gonna do this and they're ready for Volpe and Peraza and this time and, and, and I always thought it was bullshit like how can the New York Yankees sit here and, and look me in the face and be like you know what we're gonna sign some mid ass middling shortstop for a year because we have so we have some mystery box in the fucking minor leagues and on top of that he's an A ball like he dominated A ball bro. Like how, do, how how are the New York Yankees going to tell me that? But here we are, and they might be telling me exactly that, and telling us exactly that, and telling us exactly that they're not trying to spend no money on Carlos Correa. That's what they're telling you. They're trying. They're, they're holding it for Aaron Judge, and I mean Aaron Judge deserves it. He does. Now I have my questions about how they're going to treat his negotiations. Because what if they let him walk too? For all, what 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 if he has another banner year? 
he's willing to test the market and, he, and somebody is willing to pay him $35 million a year. I don't think that's going to happen. But what if they do and then he goes too? Then, then what? Then, then, then what's the next selling point? What's the next selling point after that, bro? You're going to pivot to somebody else? Well, what's the next selling point? What's the next, um, what is the next damage control PR bullshit that the Yankees put out there then? That, oh, that, that Volpe and Peraza is the next great double play combination? Is that what they're going to put out after that? Like, I just don't understand what we're doing with the Anthony Volpe stuff. He is unfucking proven Just like anybody else who's never, never sniffed the major leagues, bro. He is a mystery box. That's it. So here we are. Josh Donaldson? Yay. I'm with it. Isaiah Kanafalefa, as a bench player? Thumbs up. As a starter, hell no. That's that's where I'm at with it as a whole. Now, if the Yankees go make some blockbuster trade with Oakland and get, say, some combination of Olsen and either um, Sean Murphy or Sean Manaya, all right, you feel a little bit better about it. A little bit better. Fine. But, bro, there's no reason for a team with, with a $250 million payroll to be starting Isaiah Kane and at short. Especially when you're then going to also start DJ LeMayu at short. I, I mean, at second, I'm assuming. And you're going to start a catcher who can't fucking hit. Unless you get Sean Murphy, who, who, who's okay. There's no reason for it. When Carl's career is sitting right there, like, well, the Yankees got, got Isaiah Kane and because uh, 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 they're bolstering their defense. Motherfucker, Carl's career is a better defender. He's right there. Free. He's a free agent. You can assign him. You don't got to trade for him. You got to do nothing fancy. You just got to give him a contract to his fucking liking that beats other people's contracts. And yet here we are where Isaiah Kenneth, Isaiah, ICDC College is the Yankees opening day fucking shortstop as of now. Now, th- th- this podcast going to age poorly as hell if they go sign Carlos Correa. And God, I hope it does. I hope this podcast ages so, so, so poorly. But... Here we are. ICDC College is the opening day Yankee shortstop. Why? I don't fucking know. Go ask Brian Cashman and Hal Steimer. No, I, I do know why. Money. And, and also, I didn't mention that the fact that they're taking they're taking Dawson's entire contract. And it's like, but you couldn't you couldn't get the Twins the the luxury tax conscious pinch my pennies Yankees couldn't get the couldn't get the Twins to take any of the money like not all of it. But you couldn't you you couldn't get them to shave ten million dollars off of that, y'all. Like, all right, I can see it. If the Yankees' big offseason is getting Rizzo back and and then starting this Kaner Falefa guy at third base, I mean at shortstop with a thirty-six-year-old third baseman, they could kiss my ass, to be quite frank. And on that note. I'd like to implore you to listen to the middle initial podcast with myself, Andrew Case, and Jude L. Ja- Jude A. Jackson as we listen um, as we talk about current sports topics, and listen to um, Fly Fantasy Unmuted with myself and Drew A. Cam as we discuss current fantasy football topics. Um, we will be back closer to the NFL draft to talk about players and um, their new their new landing spots and what it means for dynasty rookie drafts and long term drafts as a whole. Um, rate, review, and subscribe for those podcasts and for this one. And I will see you when I see you. Excellence is my presence. Never tense, never hesitate. Leave a nigga bit real quick, real sick. Wrong nights, I perform like Mike. Anyone, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson, action.